there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one loving page of Talmud every day. Now listen, if you've been with us for a while now, and even if you're, you know, kind of new to Talmud, you know that the Talmud works in mysterious ways. Rather than just, you know, putting out large sweeping principles, the rabbis really try to get to the bottom of things by asking very specific questions, by engaging and indulging in hypotheticals, asking what happens if such and such happens and so and so happens and this happens and that happens. And most of the time, it really makes for wonderful thought sharpening conversation. From time to time, situations, however, arise that make us moderns really kind of raise an eyebrow if not to say outright chuckle. And today, if I'm both 95, 96, is one of these times. Have a listen to the following. Witnesses said to a husband, your wife is dead, and he married her paternal sister. And witnesses subsequently told him that his second wife was dead, and he married her maternal sister. Afterward, witnesses, at that point, the man must have been really worried of witnesses, said that this one too was dead, and he married her paternal sister, Finally, they told him that she was dead and he married the last woman's maternal sister. And then they were all discovered to be alive. In this case, he is permitted to his first wife and to the third and to the fifth. Since these women are not sisters, his betrothal to them is effective. Consequently, if he died and one of them entered into leveret marriage, they exempt their rival Wives, this is a Rodney Dangerfield movie waiting to happen. Take my wife, please. And here to help us shed some light on this is someone with some family history of many a marriage. He's our very own wise corduroy Rav. Welcome, Reb Mark Oppenheimer. Uh, thank you, Reb Leibowitz. Uh, I, I think that I know why you invited me to comment on this particular passage of Talmud. Would you care to enlighten me as to why you thought I was the, the, the right rabbinic authority to weigh in on this? Well, if I recall, uh, you you have a close family relative, a, a grandfather, uh, if memory serves, uh, who is no stranger to to many, many marriages, as described in, not thankfully with uh, all of them dying and then being discovered to be alive, but I believe uh, your grandfather had six wives, I want to say? Yes, my paternal grandfather, James Cecil Oppenheimer, was married six times to six different women. Uh, in fact, none beheaded, six of them divorced. So it was, it was his own unique twist on British monarchical style. No repeats, no levered marriages. Uh, Grandpa was, was a busy, busy man. So first of all, I, I want to ask you, before kind of trying to extract some, some wisdom from this and, and relating it back to this page of Talmud, as a child, when you heard about this, you are the son of famously long-term monogamous couple, you know, growing up with many a sibling in Western Massachusetts. When you hear of grandpa's foibles, and six is, you know, kind of a, a magical number for, for marriages. It is not common now. It is certainly not common then. What What is your perception of grandpa's love life? Well, you know, I think I don't remember at what age I fully grasped that he had six lives. Two I knew about because numbers... Wife, I am the the offspring of the offspring of wife number one, and then their wife number three yielded two sons as well. My my uncles, um, and so I, I never knew much about wives two, four, five, and six. And when I figured out maybe I was ten or twelve, when somehow I learned that there were all these other wives out there, 
who my grandfather had married. He died, by the way, when I was about one year old. I never was able to hear it from him. But when I heard about all these other wives, I think I was more bemused than anything. Uh, the relatives I knew, with one or two exceptions, were monogamous, long-married, first wife or first husband havers. And, you know, I think I knew about multiple wives largely from the pages of People magazine, which, of course, along with the New York Review of Books, was one of the two Bibles in my household. <laughs> and so I knew that Elizabeth Taylor was on white, on husband number eight. I probably knew that Jaja Gabor was on husband number six. It struck me as something that people did on the West Coast, but certainly not in New England. And so I was I was bemused, and it took me a while to formulate a theology of, uh, of multiple marriages. Now, I'm very curious how this, this theology and, and how this observation, how having this in your background inspired, if at all, inspired you, because not only are your parents, Tim and Dran, uh, in, in, in it for the long haul, but you too seem to be cozily, and forgive me if I make assumptions here out of turn, but cozily in, in it for the duration uh, with your own wife and, and five children. Yeah, well, of course, as a, as a great Talmudic sage, I have a direct line to heaven, and if God chooses to you know, offer uh, certain off-brands. I, I may be called by Hashem at some point to abandon my wife and family to go on walkabout to Uman and other uh, centers of rabbinic learning, in which case I will have to follow God's path for me. But insofar as, as far as I know, I am in it for the long haul, happy to be, 16 years and counting. What I think about when I read this page of Talmud is the, the fact that there's a kind of folksy legend around the ancients that, well, you know, it was such a misogynist culture and polygamy was permitted. Men could have multiple wives. It wasn't, of course, until the famous, you know, uh, what is it, the, the, the Heter of Mea Rabbanum uh, in, in the year 900 or 1000 that polygamy was, was really prohibited throughout the Ashkenazi world. And the thinking is before that, men could kind of play around and they could have a wife here and a concubine there. And that's one of those stories that's used to attack the heritage of Judaism. What I think about when I read a page like today's page is that, in fact, the rabbis were very, very aware that multiple wives was not an ideal state, that when men took a second wife or a third wife, even because they thought that they had lost a first wife to you know, to drowning or disappearance or abduction or abandonment or whatever, that it might turn out that she's still around. And if she's still around, it's very, very tricky to untangle where his obligations lie. And it, it just seems to me that there's no way to read this page except as a cautionary tale and a recommendation that whenever possible, a person should couple with one other person for life, lest you end up trying to figure out which sister you're supposed to spend the night with or who's, which children you're supposed to, to rear up or where your money's supposed to go. That's not ideal. So this strikes me as a kind of circus-like bit of ridiculosity, this page of Talmud, that really is is saying, you know what? Well, that you you married one person and you're stuck with them. Yeah. Here's here's an easy way to avoid such complications. Just stick with one spouse. Exactly. The corduroy rav, Rabenu Mark Oppenheimer, filled as always with wisdom to the brim. Thank you so much for being our guest. A happy belated Shabbos to you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. 
Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon. <laughs>